Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone, welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. This week I am very excited to speak with Maria. And I'm sure some of you, like me, have gotten on the TikTok trend. And one of the things that I have stumbled across is artists. And when I say artists, I'm talking about different that do work with charcoal that the end picture looks like it's a photograph. It's, it's kind of mind-blowing. And... So I was lucky enough to, through social media, come across Maria's page. Now, she doesn't use charcoal. She uses colored pencils. And I have always been fascinated by those that can do artwork like that. And especially the fact that she was capturing Mackinac Island in so many ways, too. She is so driven. I know that she is going to go so far with her career everything she's doing beyond talented. I'm grateful for her to come on the show today. So sit back and learn all about Maria, who at this time has graduated college, and I couldn't be happier for her. Okay, everyone, thank you for joining me today. I have a very special guest, and joining me is Maria. And Maria is actually very talented, and I came across her artwork on Instagram, and so I reached out to her, and I'm so grateful for her do for do. Ah, I can't talk for her doing this, uh, especially because she just informed me she is graduating from college tomorrow. So that is huge. Congratulations! And uh, so, Maria, let's start out. What is your Mackinac origin story? Well, um, so fun thing. Every single summer growing up, my sister and I would actually spend with my grandmother, and. And she has a house about 45 minutes away from Mackinac. Well, there was one summer when all of my aunts and uncles and my parents decided to take myself and my cousins to the island. And I was five. 
So me thinking, you know, I've never heard of this place. What's this going to be like? And then you walk up and you get to the ferry and the ferry is just huge. And you're thinking, well, how is this going to work? We're going to this island. I didn't, you know, you don't really think of things like that whenever you're five. Um, so we get on the ferry and we sat up on the upper deck and, you know, having your hair blowing and just, it, you know, I was awestruck. And so was everybody else in my family. Um, Cause it was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of my relatives first times ever going to the island as well. So we get there and I just remember thinking of like, wow, the colors here are just amazing. And, you know, being five, you know, color is, you know, so intriguing. You're like pulled in every single direction. Whoa, what does this look like? This is so cool. And then um, another big thing that I remember doing was going to the butterfly house. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is just, you know, so, so cool. How could they have all these butterflies here? And I remember a couple of them landed on me. And, you know, it was just a really beautiful day. And I remember seeing everybody biking around and all the horses. And I thought, this place is just so different and special. And, you know, being five, you don't think too far into it. But I remember after that, after that moment, I thought, I want to come back here. And I want to spend more time here and, you know, do more fun things here. So um, anytime after that, that we would go to the island, we would always try and pick something new to do, whether it would be, let's go to the fort or let's go to the Grand Hotel or we, it's really funny. We actually landed on the secret garden on accident. Oh, makes sense. So, yeah. I know. And you're like, where did this beautiful place come from? So experiencing all of that, I, I thought, wow, you know, this place really is holding such a deep place in my heart. So being an artist, I always told myself I wanted to work on things that I loved and I wanted to showcase my work in ways that, you know, reflected on who I was as a person. So a couple of years ago, I started drawing and I, st I drew a picture of the Grand Hotel and I drew like the orange house. It's owned by um, Ribus Fudge, that family. And I remember walking into a gallery with my boyfriend, Michael, and he ended up, you know, showing the gallery owner oh, this is her artwork. And immediately her name was Beverly. She said, oh my gosh, your work is just so breathtaking. You know, would you like to do some work for me? So after that moment, it's just been consistency, getting over to the island, taking pictures, working as much as I can. And, but every time I go, it's still this like awestruck feeling I had whenever I first went at the age of five, where it, it just, it takes your breath away, you know? Yeah. And, and to hear you say that at five, you put that so perfectly because there is something so unique and it captivates you in a way that until you go and experience it, like you and I can say it, but until you go there and really fully grab it, it is, it is so unique and it is something you never really forget that first time. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you were five speaks volumes. Yeah. It says yeah. a lot and that the it's colors really spoke to you. Too. Yeah. I mean, like you think of the, the water itself, it's not just blue. It has like aquas and greens and it reflects the sun. And, you know, I thought that whenever I was little, I thought this looks like a tropical location. And, you know, my family, we have our vacation home on Lake Huron and it's just a different view. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's so breathtaking and it's just, you can't, you can't describe it. And pictures mm -hmm. don't even do it justice sometimes, you know. That's very true. The water mm -hmm. is something that 
I don't think I, it was um, one of those moments when my one friend came with me and she goes, I can't get over how clear this water is. And it looks like the Caribbean, mm-hmm. but it's like, it, it's a lake. And even for that, and I, I living where I do, I'm around a lot of lakes, but they don't look like that. This is something too, because I can't wait to share the pictures and stuff, but can you tell the listener a little bit about what you specialize in? So I work primarily in colored pencil and I'm a photorealistic artist. So what that means is I take an image and I usually work from photographs that I've taken and I put that down on paper. And what I do, I layer and layer and layer upon layer um, different shades of colored pencils to create an illusion of other colors. So I don't use any black within my drawings and other things that I do. I love to challenge myself, whether it comes to like architecture, landscape, and I try to give the um, the viewer the opportunity to be sitting there within my drawings. It's as if like a piece of time goes by and you can experience it within that section. So, um, but I colored pencil, it's just this, it's so unforgiving. Uh, you okay. can't erase it. It is, I mean, when you think of colored pencils, people probably go back to like using Crayola whenever they're growing up in like elementary school. And I use what what are called Prismacolored pencils. And they're typically meant to layer and have so much vibrancy within them. So they're really soft. Um, but once again, they're super unforgiving. So once I started drawing, I can't go back on a decision I've made. So I have to be extremely meticulous on every single thing that I do. Um, but in all honesty, I, I love the unforgiving nature of it because that's kind of what life is like. Oh, so, yeah, so you have to be, you have to be on your, on your best note working and making sure that you're doing your best whenever you're working. So it's a great experience and it's really fun showing people my drawings because they do look like photographs and, you know, so it's, it's truly a joy because whenever I take a photograph, there might be like, you know, people standing within it, but then I can cut them out and then I can fabricate that section of the image to make it look like, okay, this is a lot more idyllic or this is a more secluded area, or maybe I can like slightly change the colors of flowers. I mean, it's, it's honestly really cool. And even, you know, the more you work and the more you work at it, you get better and better and better. So, um, do you have a special camera that you use to take your photos? So I use a Canon, uh, T7 rebel, rebel T7, I, I think. Um, so it's like, it's really good whenever you get, um, and I, I'm not a photographer by any, by any means. Um, but it's, it's a professional camera. So, um, I'm able to get a lot of different like vibrancies and I can get where I can blur out the back of the image or the front of the image is, you know, more in focus. So that's also a really cool thing that I can do. Um, and I've learned that I have, I have the newest iPhone, but I can't get the proper images that I need to use for my drawings. So, but have you ever been lucky and caught an image on your phone that you've been able to draw off of? I have very, very few moments. Cause I typically carry my camera with me everywhere. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But the slight chance that I don't have my camera and I have my phone, it ends up working out 
you know, perfectly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do prefer the camera, but the, the times where I have had to use my phone, it's, it's worked out well. So, well, good. So, um, I've always been fascinated by anybody that can draw because that is such a talent, but to see the way your pictures look and the fact that you do that with colored pencils is truly a completely, it, it blows my mind. I've been seeing a lot more too, obviously with TikTok, uh, the ones with the sketching with the pencils blows my mind, blows my mind that you guys are able to recreate these with the way you do. So is there a certain class that you had to take to enhance these skills? Well, honestly, I've been working with colored pencils ever since I was in high school. And a lot of it is just give and take and constantly working at it. Um, Cause I, you know, I am graduating from college tomorrow and I'm actually graduating with a painting degree, but a lot of universities don't actually offer a drawing degree. So it was me working with my professors to say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is, you know, my specialty. I, this is my craft and I want to be able to perfect this craft. So it's a matter of working with them, taking similar techniques from, let's say, painting or printmaking, where you utilize that within the drawing world. So layering of color, it's kind of like color mixing with paint. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, but I, honestly, most of, most of what I know as a, as a drawer, I would say, is um, self-taught. Um, That's impressive. Yeah. So were you really young when you just started playing around with it? Yeah. So I actually, my mom would have my sister and I draw on her work papers whenever we were like really, really, really little. And then from there it was like, okay, we graduate up to using normal crayons or markers or then colored pencils. And then we would use paints. So it was just a lot of like figuring out, okay, this is what I like to do. This is how I, you know, use this type of material. And then um, when I got into high school, I honestly didn't even see myself as an artist. It was more so I was I was the athletic child. And then my other sisters, like one of them's a singer and then the other one was like a visual artist. Um, and then I was off doing my own thing. And then eventually um, it hit me where I was like, I have this talent, I have this gift and I'm just gonna continue to work on it. So I worked with a, a lot of different mediums and I tried to learn, you know, who am I as a person? What do I like as an artist? What am I good at? Um, so it took a lot of time to like actually figure out, you know, what medium I did prefer to work within. And I'd say like by the time I got to college, um, my parents and my boyfriend, they both got me the 132 count and the 150 count colored pencil packs of, you know, Prisma colors. And at that point I was like, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. I really want to dive into this craft. If I'm, if I'm given the materials, I'm going to really work at it. So ever since that moment, it was like constantly working and working and working. So, I mean, I would definitely say colored pencils have like been within my life since I was a very little kid. Um, but once I've gotten older, it's using the different types of colored pencils, different colors, different shades. So it's just a different world, honestly. So yeah. How many different kinds of colored pencils are there to draw with? I guess I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So I have, um, the highest count for Prismacolor, which is 150. Okay. So I have 150 different shades. And what I can do with those shades is I can layer on top of all of them. So I can create the illusion of black using like 
greens, maroons, purples, blues, oranges, and then having them all combine. And it's this whole world of color. So it's very wow. interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Why is it that you don't use black? So one thing that uh, my professor, Hannah Freeman in college, she told me, she said, you know, black is a very limiting thing. So whenever you're looking at an image and you're looking through a doorway and it looks black within the doorway, in real life, there's actually something within that doorway. It's not just a solid black emptiness. So she said, you know, it'd be a really good idea to implement using different colors to create the illusion that there is something in there. We just don't know what it is. So it gives the viewer the opportunity to look deeper into my drawings. And even my high school teacher, he, he would say, no black is allowed in my class just because he wanted to push us with color mixing and utilizing different colors, which, you know, has made me a better artist, I would say. That's so interesting. And I understand, and I don't know if this is just because I am a hairstylist, the mixing of the colors with that. That makes a lot of sense with that. Never would have thought that. Do yeah. a lot of people do that with paint? Yeah, I would say a lot of people do that with paint. Um, and it's something where artists will hold that in their back pocket where you know, they don't say it initially where they say, oh, I didn't use black. It might come up later within conversation of, oh, there's actually no black within my painting. And then people are like, oh my gosh, what do you mean there's no black? So then it'll take the viewer even longer to look within the, you know, the piece just to fully understand what's actually going on. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool because then you can utilize really dark grays or, you know, really dark purples. And it's, it's just really cool. I mean, yeah. to me, it's really cool. No, I agree. Um, because now clearly, like I've seen the charcoal ones. So mm -hmm. that, that is a whole other realm because that is obviously charcoal, like the darks and everything. So that's a different specialty with that. Do you do any kind of charcoal yourself or do you mostly just all do the, the colored pencils? So I can use other mediums. Like I can definitely use charcoal. I, um, in college, like you're trained to work within any type of medium. So I can definitely use charcoal. I am, I'm most definitely a colored pencil artist though. So. Yeah. I think I would be too. I love yeah. the vi vibrant colors. I think it's just, I, that's, my house is all vibrant colors. It's a little yeah. bit much for some, but I love it. So that's why I think I was so drawn to your pictures is that the vibrancy that you you captured was something I was so drawn into. And I love that. And then when I found out they were colored pencils, to, actually, I thought they were photographs. Yeah. And then I saw that they were colored pencils. And it just, it's one of those things where you just look at a picture and think, no, that cannot be correct. Because <laughs> it's so amazing to me. It's It really is. I, I'm, I'm just mind blown by it. it I really am. Um, and your Instagram, you know, shows all your incredible drawings and a lot of it has staples of Mackinac. Do you, do you contact, like you talked about a gallery, but do you contact these places? Like, do you have stuff at the Grand Hotel? Do you have stuff at different places on the island for people to look at? Uh, not currently. So I work specifically with Island Breeze Fine Art Gallery. So that's the only location where my work is currently at. Um, but this summer, I'd really love to take the opportunity to email and call different locations just to say, 
hey, you know, if you'd like to have some drawings hung or if you would like to sell, you know, some of my work. Um, but I will say like the opportunity that I have had at Island Breeze has just been truly phenomenal because, you know, I'm able to work on the, the things that I really love and I've been able to connect with so many different people, you know, just within that one location. And the owner is just, her heart is just so special. And I feel that way about everybody on the island where, you know, it's just a different, it's a different place and people just have this heart. And it's, it's so special because everybody has this love for Mackinac and everybody yeah. just wants to share that love. And it's just, it's so beautiful. So I would love to be able to, you know, broaden my horizons and, you know, maybe get a couple of pieces into the Grand Hotel or even Mission Point. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I am young. I'm only 22. Yeah. But I do have like really big goals and aspirations for myself because I, I never want to settle. And I always, you know, I think goals are so important. But Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's incredible. I really do think, too, that your artwork will be there. I have no doubt that it will be. And it'll be something that uh, because I feel that you're right. The Mackinac is very big about doing that, and they want to share that with the island. And if somebody is capturing the beauty and the love of it, they want that to be shared as much as you can do that, too. So yeah. I think you will for sure see that happen for yourself. So you offer your skills that it's obviously from a photo. So mm -hmm. if someone were to reach out to you, could they send you a picture, or do you need to? Because after hearing you say that you take a picture with your camera and let's say, for example, I had like my grandma, like she's still around. And if I were to send it, can you go off of that? Or do you, is that difficult because of the shades? Is it, are you able to work off of just someone sending you a picture? I can definitely work off of like any type of a picture. I always tell people, you know, the more detailed something is or the closer up something is, the better the image will come out in the end, just because I'm able to work from all of that detail. Um, but I do work from other pictures that people do send me. Um, now, let's say, you know, somebody sends me something from online. I don't use that just because, you know, copyright and I don't, I never use pictures from other photographers because I, I don't want to take away their artwork because that's also artwork and that's important mm -hmm. um but i you know like if you were to send me a picture of your grandmother and you were you were to say oh may you please you know draw this for me i'll commission you to do that absolutely yeah mm -hmm. i can definitely do that okay so this is something is this a is this where you're hoping to go from is this something that you're hoping to go from with your business is that do the commission or how is this going to work for you now with your business where is this now that you're going to be graduating, where are you going from here with this? Yeah, so I've actually, I started my business back in 2019, and I've been working with the gallery since uh, the summer of 2020. And my goal is honestly just to be able to work on whatever I want and sell to the clientele that, you know, that I would really prefer to work with. Um, now, I do love getting commissions. <laughs> it's always yes. a really fun thing, um, whether it be, you know, of Mackinac, which is something that I, you know, I get a lot of commissions for, or if I get, you know, hey, may you please draw my brother, my sister, my mom, my son, something. So um, those are all, you know, really great things. But in the long term, I'd love to be able to just work on whatever I'd want to work on and, you know, sell my stuff and, 
um, you know, maybe even hopefully owning a gallery on the island one day. It, yes. Who knows? Who yes. Knows? You never know. And okay, so with that being said, do you prefer more like landscapes or portraits? So I honestly, I do prefer to work with landscapes and architecture just because I think it's a lot more of a challenge trying to get every single line to look, you know, symmetrical with everything. And it takes so much more time because you have to use a ruler with everything. Whereas with a portrait, you know, you look at it and then it's like, okay, this is the shape of a nose. This is the shape of your eyes. And then you work within the highlights of that. But then with a building, you have to work with all of the contours and all of the highlights and shadings that the sun offers. So, and just the colors that come with architecture and landscapes, there's just endless possibilities. Um, I will say portraiture for me is a lot easier where it doesn't take as much time, but I personally love to work with landscapes and architecture the most, so. Okay, all right. Well, I get that. It makes sense. It does. That yeah. Sometimes you just prefer certain things to do as far as when it comes to your craft with that. Mm-hmm. Now, um, how do you decide which places to do from the island? So every year, I kind of come up with the schedule on the amount of times that I can get over to the island. So it might be I can get over there six times, eight times, ten times, however many times I can get over there. And I come up with a, a sun schedule or a weather schedule. Whereas, you know, one day I have to get to the island before noon so I can take photographs of Mission Point, wherever the sun is really shining on it. And then, okay, I need to go all the way over to the Grand Hotel where the sun's shining on the right side of it. And then the latter half of the day, I can take pictures of the left side. So um, honestly, I mean, you know, with the gallery that I work with, um, she asks me to, you know, draw different things around the island where it might be, you know, I draw Arch Rock or the Secret Garden or different angles of the Grand Hotel, Main Street, just, you know, different different views to be like totally Mackinac because everybody, it just, it needs to be Mackinac-esque. Mm-hmm. So honestly, um, I love to work on things that give me like joy and happiness. So if somebody asks me to draw something, I also have something on the back burner that I'm working on that, you know, I do have potential to sell and usually I do, which is always a really good thing. Yes. Um, So it does depend on the weather and it depends on like the lighting and it also depends on like how many people are there too. Um, Cause some days like the flags on the Grand Hotel might be all flipped over Mm -hmm. and not in the right angle, not looking the greatest. So that's kind of like a flop day for the Grand Hotel. Whereas, you know, it might be one of the, you know, most beautiful days taking photographs of horses. So honestly, it's kind of a give and take. And, you know, I have to think about weather too, because of overcast days, the sun, like the lighting is just so even, which is honestly really nice. I do love that. But then a lot of people really like blue skies. So um, it honestly, it just depends. It just depends. Um, The way the day looks, the way things are looking and all of the different colors and how they're reflecting and working with one another. because my, my goal is to always make my pieces look aesthetically pleasing and for people to be like, wow, this is just such a cohesive unit where it looks and feels uniform and it's proper and it's just everything is working together. Yeah. 
So now can you tell the listener where the gallery is located at? Yes. So if you are coming from Shepler's, like you just get off the ferry, you take a right. It's a couple of storefronts down. Um, and it's right next to one of those bike rentals and it'll be on the right side of Main Street. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get off of Starline Ferry, you take a left and you continue to go down and it'll be on your left. So it's it's a very cute uh, gallery. She works with only Michigan oriented artists, which, you know, I think that's really important, keeping it local and keeping it, you know, with people who truly have a love for the area. Um, but yeah, it's the people there are always so nice and gracious and Bev, she is just this ray of sunshine and she always knows what people want, even if they don't know what they want, she knows. So, you know, it is amazing because the amount of galleries and artwork that is on that little island kind of surprises me because even on Market Street and then that they have an art museum. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. And then like the watercolor cafe and yeah. yeah, it's all so cute. And you know, you wouldn't think that they would have as many as they do, but they do and they're all really successful. So yeah, yes. You know. Well, and as you said from the very beginning, Mackinac just has those colors. You just can't help but grab it. Oh, you can't. It's they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. They're everywhere. It's kind of funny, too, because sometimes, like, the photos that I, I, they're just from my phone, and the photos that I share on my Instagram, the ones that people really gravitate to, I mean, obviously, some of the sunrises, and I don't have to, I do more sunrises pictures, I love to do the morning walks, are more of the everyday, like, uh, I took some of the pink, pat, uh, pink pony patio, mm -hmm. and I think they love seeing how the island is, like, just different things that they are seeing that they capture of the island that is a different view than what you might see. And um, that kind of surprised me when I see, when people really are like, oh my gosh, I love this, but it's just different. It's, I think it's because it's unlike anything that you really see. Yeah. You know, yeah. with that island. Um, and then, okay, so what upcoming projects are you working on? So I'm currently working on another Grand Hotel drawing and it has lilac bushes in the front of it and it's just it's this beautiful window of like there's pink on this side purple and then just the top of the um grand hotel so i'm currently working on that one and then i'm doing a sister piece to my art rock drawing and it's of sugarloaf so oh, i nice. yeah so not a lot of people know about sugarloaf but it's mm. this fun little you know secret gem within the you know center of the island where you're like oh man maybe i need to go back to Mackinac again to see more things um so that one's really cool and then after that i'm going to be working on um a drawing of the mac like big mac the Mackinac. oh okay so, that'll be a good one yeah. yes that is a good point about sugarloaf because not a lot of people do know about that i i feel like some people don't necessarily especially on a day trip i know it can be harder to explore yeah. inner island uh because if you bike the island you want to do shopping and eating day goes by fast like if you go to the fort it does it's tough it's it tough is. you can't get and i tell people that all the time because they're like oh well could i do could i go to, to Mackinac for a day well of course you can you're just not going to be able to like get everything in um whereas you know if you do have a couple of days where you can go and like actually go within the island and 
explore and see what's going on or even take a tour they have the tours that they have on the island are just the people are so good at them and they know what they're doing and even if you ask locals they're so smart so intuitive and everybody's just so helpful um i just i think it's you know worth the time and even the money to spend like even a longer period of time on the island just so that you can really experience everything that's going on oh yeah definitely it's it's worth all of that to go and and have that and for somebody who can only do a day trip at first i think that's when they do decide oh there's so much more to see yeah Yeah. i need to come back another time and and explore this a little more so how long might a project take for you so depending upon the size and um, subject matter, I would say it would take like 40 to 100 hours within just one piece. Okay. Um, 100 hours is like something that I work you know, on a larger scale and it has a lot more detail within it. Um, 40 hours is something, you know, it doesn't take as much time. I mean, everything that I do takes a lot of time because you have to you know, scale everything out, map everything out, and then you start adding color after you sketch everything. So. Honestly, it just depends, but, you know, people ask me that question all the time and, you know, I can never give like a definitive answer, but I'd say like within that 40 to 100 hour time frame. So, so do you, let's say you, you like you're saying 40 hours, like, do you work so many hours in a day and then take a little bit of a break? Cause your hands might be hurting or your shoulders and your neck and everything like that. Oh, and yeah. you sometimes need to step away just to get in. Is that how it works for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, So I actually, I have a chronic illness and I have to be able to take the time, you know, if I do feel well enough to work, I have to take advantage of all of that time. Um, And like you said, you know, your hand will start cramping because, you know, if I'm sitting here for eight hours straight, just drawing, you really start to feel it. It's, you know, it's exhausting. It's physically exhausting, even though I'm sitting all day. And sometimes, you know, I'll get to a point in the drawing where, my brain just can't even like comprehend okay this is exactly what you need to do for this section so it you know you have to take a lot of like creative creative thinking space to even like process okay what are the colored pencils i'm going to be using for this section so um yeah i'd say like i definitely try to get in you know drawing time every single day just because i want to be able to make progress every single day Mm -hmm. um where you know some days i might get a lot of progress and then other days it's not as much progress as i'd like to so um honestly it just depends but yeah that makes sense it does because if your hands but you probably just need to uh if you're working on something just step back for a minute just to re reevaluate it and look at it and then go from there i think that that can make a difference for yourself too yeah yeah and that makes i get that okay So is there something that you love to do on Mackinac? So honestly, my absolute favorite thing to do on the island is to sit on the Grand Hotel porch and just relax. And, you know, it's so nice because you could sit there and I I typically go with, you know, my boyfriend or a family member anytime I go over to the island just because I may need help carrying my camera bag or something. But, you know, sitting and taking it all in and just relaxing and just being able to like view what's going on it's it's so breathtaking you know Mm -hmm. and it's just so calming and you know you could get a lemonade and 
you know, you could take as much time or as little time as you want there, but it just, it feels like time stands still yeah. in the spot. And, you know, I do tell people all the time, I'm like, you know what, the, the $10 admittance fee to get into the Grand Hotel, it's, it's worth it. It mm -hmm. genuinely is because it's, it's somewhere that you're never going to experience anywhere else. No. So just being able to sit back, take that time and relax is just so special. Um, and I also, I love the little parks around the island too, or back behind the library. Yes. That little spot is just, it's so special, you know? We were there in the fall and um, I, were you there last year at, at, in Mackinac? So yeah. you got to see all the different new shops at the bottom of the Grand. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my friend got the cinnamon roll there. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's probably one of the best cinnamon rolls. It was so, and so we're sitting at the very end at the Grand, drinking coffee, having a cinnamon roll. It's just beautiful. The uh, geranium, the geraniums were still out because yeah. it was such a warm fall. So it was, it was kind of crazy that I'm thinking, here we are almost the end of October and it feels like we're in September and it was beautiful. Yeah. It was truly oh, it beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to make a note of that. I love cinnamon rolls. Yes. You know? Yes. Oh, and I love, so anytime I, it's so hard to pick where you're going to eat. You know, if you have a day trip, um, Mary's Bistro, their chicken tenders and, they have this pulled pork mac and cheese. All of their food is just life changing. Yeah. And, you know, it's so hard to pick, you know, where you want to eat. But I just, anytime, like I have, you know, family that comes with me, they're like, we need to go to Mary's. So it's always, yes. it's so fun, you know. That's great to share because you're absolutely right with that, with restaurants. Everybody has kind of their favorite. Yeah. And so if people ask me, I don't want to say, well, need to go here or this i like to give the options i love mary's too right. and i've not had those items there i've had i really i really do a lot of white fish when i'm up there because the white fish oh, is so incredible there it's, it's so incredible it's special yeah it is and but i also love the atmosphere at mary's mm -hmm. mary's is a very cozy inside but then the fact that they have the outdoor patio yeah is something to be said and then when we were there in 2020 they did such a great job at the one side that there was a bar now, mm -hmm. um, you know, keeping it two people to it. But you felt like you still were, even though it was, you know, high peak COVID, oh, yeah. ready to start. You still felt very cozy. And it, but each each part of the restaurant has a different feeling to it. I agree. It is it is a great place to go eat. Yeah. Great and place. You know, people ask me all the time, they're like, well, where, where should we eat? And it's so hard. Like you said, you know, how do you, cause you don't want to, you don't want to pick a favorite. You don't no. want to say, oh, you have to go to this place. Cause you know, there are so many just wonderful options like the pink pony. That's mm -hmm. a special place. Or, you know, maybe you want to do like the grand buffet lunch, lunch time or Winchester's, or, you know, maybe you want to do something small, like getting a hot dog. I mean, it's just you can't, you can't choose. It's no. So no. it's a matter of like, I always give people a long list of, okay, if you're in the mood for these things, go here. If you're in the mood for these things, go here, you know? So like any grand hotel restaurant is just, you know, it's going to be delicious or, you know, I, I have never been let down by any, you know, any meal 
on the island ever. Even no. you know, and I'm not I remember going to the Jamaican restaurant my first time and my boyfriend and I we got authentic Jamaican food and it was delicious and I I never eat Jamaican food in my free time but it was just, you know, you can't there isn't a bad place. So No, no, and I I constantly tell people this. I love the Islander bean dip at Horns. It's not even a meal, but I make it a meal. And yeah. I and I hate saying this because I'm sometimes like you've got to venture away from it, but Listen, I, I, you know, I'd like to go up there and I like to get that. And it's just, it's yummy. It's good. But even like going down to Dowd's and getting into from there. Oh, yeah. It's so it's, nice. It's you know? so cute. It's so cute. And I tell people that too, where I'm like, you know what? If you want to support like a local business, their grocery store there, the food that they have there is, it's so good. Like even if you mm -hmm. just want to snack on the go. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's a great point. Great yeah. point. Well, and you go down, you got your island house, the 152 room, or and mm -hmm. then you've got your all the barbecue. There's so many options even further away from downtown. Yeah. You can even, you know, like you mentioned, watercolor. If you're riding your bike, stop there, get something to go, because Kate said right. you can order it online. So that's, that is some great points that you have shared about the food, because there is, there is a lot to choose from. And I mean, I'm excited because I'm staying at Clohan, so they, it's a bed and breakfast. Yeah. So their breakfast, uh, they're going to probably be incredible. And if I have a big breakfast, you know, a lot of times you're like, oh, I don't want a huge lunch. So then you look forward to a nice big dinner. So there's there's definitely pros to having, you know, staying on the island with that. You can't you can't go wrong with that. Do you get like different inspiration at random when you're walking around? Like all of a sudden, are you like, oh, I've not seen this? Or like you said, you make a plan. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you trying to like this year going up and visiting? Are you like, okay, I've done this. So now I want to venture off and do check out this area. Do you have something in mind? Um, so anytime I do walk around the Island, I always get these like little spurts of inspiration where, oh my gosh, that's just, I need to take a picture of that right now. And, you know, of course I've taken, you know, so many different pictures of the grand hotel, so many different pictures of like horses, main street, going down to like um, Mission Point, that area, Arch Rock, I always come up with the idea of there is no time where that location looks identical to what it does in that moment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the sky could have clouds in a completely different, you know, setting. The flags could be waving in a different setting. So I never try to limit myself with, oh, I've already taken pictures of that. Because, I mean, I could get the best photograph I've ever taken in my life, and I could get the best drawing I've ever drawn in my life just from, you know, me going out to do that. Um, but inspiration, it's so, it's so easy to get sidetracked whenever you're walking to different locations. Like, if you're on the boardwalk, and you can see the bridge, and you can see the two lighthouses, and you're just like, oh my gosh, Round Island Lighthouse looks amazing right now. And there's a sailboat going by. I mean, it's, it's, you can't explain it because every single moment is so special and different from any other moment. So trying to capture all of those things, I feel is very important um, for like even a memory standpoint, but also an art standpoint. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so easy to just get so sidetracked off of my central plan. <laughs> yes. Well, and I mean, like, I'm even scrolling through your Instagram right now, which again, mm -hmm. it's just incredible. Um, 
and I still can't believe that these are drawings. <laughs> They're so good. Um, and like, you've got the chuck wagon, mm -hmm. which is, I mean, that's a huge staple on the island and stuff like that. And the Grand Hotel, the way you do that, do you, um, now have you gone, you know, behind Marquette Park right there at those mm -hmm. stairs? Do you, have you gone up there to Anne's Tablet or any of those good, like, or they, is it a little more difficult because it's a little more shaded in that area? So honestly, it depends on like the time of day, anytime I go uh -huh. up there. Um, so if it's like later on in the day, I can get the best picture of like Marquette Park where you have St. Anne's Church, the harbor, all of the colors are just like so vibrant. Um, so, I mean, back in that area, it does look really nice, but then I also have to think, you know, what are people gonna want to buy? Are people gonna want to buy you know, Anne's tablet, or are they going to want to buy Skull Cave? Mm -hmm. um, now, I think it's important to go to all of those locations because it's, you know, it's so, it's just a, a special experience or even seeing the somewhere in time gazebo. Yeah. It's, you know, you can't, you can't compare that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say like any time of day, it's just dependent on like where the sun is located, what the weather is like, even if it's too sunny, it may not be the time of day to go up there. Um, but yeah, I, I would honestly love to draw Marquette park from that angle. Oh gosh. So, be beautiful. That would probably be a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I always try to push myself with whatever drawing mm -hmm. I'm working on just so that like I can develop my craft even, even just a little bit more. Cause I look back at where I was a year ago, or I look back at where I was two, five, you know, six years ago. And I'm honestly shocked at the amount of growth that I've had. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't want to be content with where I'm, where I'm at right now, even though I am really good. I still want to continue to push myself. You know, one thing that I've learned um, with going to art school or from like different artists who are already within their field, everybody has told me, hey, it's really important for you to pick something that way people can pinpoint, oh, Maria is a colored pencil artist. This is what I can go to her for. Whereas if I do work in, you know, thousands of different mediums, I'm, I'm not going to be remembered as well, just because, you know, oh, does she actually work within that medium? Can she do that? Is she as good with that? So I do try to keep it within that selective, you know, yes, I'm a colored pencil artist. If you want me to do something else, I can, but this is where you're going to get my specialty from. And this is like the quality of work that, you know, if you are going to be spending money, this, this is worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I definitely want to continue um, pushing skills with colored pencils. So yes, I, I, well, they're beautiful. So I understand why. How many pieces do you have at the gallery right now? Uh, let me look. I think I have currently 10. Okay. Yeah. And can you tell the listener what some of the pieces might be? Yes, I can. So um, I have the Mackinac House, which was my first drawing I did for them. Mm -hmm. I have a drawing of the Grand Hotel, um, which that one's like a smaller one. It's a bright blue sky with the flags. And then I have right, uh, Round Island Lighthouse. So that one is more of a, you know, overcast day, very calm lake, icy blue. Um, and then the lighthouse just really pops out. I have Arch Rock. Then I have the chuck wagon with bikes in front of it. 
Then I have the secret garden with the uh, Grand Hotel in the background. So I have like all of the different flowers and trees and buds and all wow. the It took wow. forever. It did. I, I, I wondered if you had done, that would be, because there's a lot of colors there. Oh, it's just, it's, it was so overwhelming. But, you know, once you got, you know, through a section of it, you were like, okay, yeah, I can definitely finish this. Mm -hmm. So I, that piece was definitely an Everest one for me. I would um, imagine. Yeah. And then I have um, two horses, like carriage horses in front of the Lilac Tree Hotel. And then um, I have orange bike in front of um, Hotel Iroquois, like their back um, restaurant. I can't remember the name of the restaurant night right now. But oh, it's at the Hotel little, Iroquois, yeah. Yeah, with like the little pathway and the garden next to it. So that one's that one was more so, okay, we're going to feature a bike and the little garden area. So that piece took a lot of time too. Yes. Um, and then... What is going to be there this summer, I have a drawing of a close-up of a horse, and then behind it is um, the Mackinac House, but it's mostly it's mostly just a horse, but it, it's truly beautiful. I, I'm really proud of that piece. Yes. And then uh, the other one that is also going to be featured that's finished is another drawing of the Grand Hotel, and it has um, carriage horses in front of it, too. And they vary in sizes? Yes, they do. Um, okay. Typically, like on average, I'll work um, 11 by 14. Okay. Um, and then like my larger scale, I'll do 16 by 20. Okay. But I try not to get any smaller than 11 by 14. If I do, it'll be, you know, 8 by 10, something in that range. Yeah, because I, is it harder to get all of the colors that you want in yeah. on a smaller picture? Yeah, and even, you know, to get prints made of the drawing, it's a lot harder to get something, you know, in a smaller scale. Whereas if you have something in a larger scale, shrinking it down is easier. Whereas a smaller scale, it's harder to make smaller prints. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Now you also on your Instagram, you have your Instagram, but do you have a website as well for them, for the listener to check out your artwork? Yes, I do. So um, my Instagram and my website are both the same. So mm -hmm. uh, my Instagram is at Daily Drawings, and then my website is www.dailydrawings.com. I thought it would just be, you know, so much easier, you know, have the same like branding throughout, you know, all of my work just so that people know where I'm located, how to contact me. Um, so yeah, it's both the same with my Instagram and my website. And I will put that for the listener in the show notes so that way they can have direct links to get in there with that. Now, when they go into your website, so you mentioned those pictures that you have at the gallery. Are those also for sale on your website or is those strictly at the gallery? Those are those are strictly at the gallery. So that okay. was, yeah, that was a decision I made with the gallery where, you know, I wanted it to be this special thing where people could only purchase them at this gallery on the island so they can have that full experience whereas you know if you were to buy it off of my website it's not like the same experience that you would be able to have on the island okay. so um yeah but i do have other things for sale on my website um it could be mackinac oriented it may not be mackinac oriented but most of the stuff that i do work on is mackinac oriented so at the gallery does she have a website as well too yes hers is Island Breeze Fine Art Gallery. Uh-huh. And um, I'm pretty sure that's just the, the baseline. And you can order things online from her as well. Okay. Um, so, 
I'll have that in the show notes as well so the listener can click onto that to get a, a glimpse of that if they are interested in any of the pictures that you just talked about. Yeah. Um, because they sound beautiful. And uh, just what you have on your Instagram, they really are. Um, it's it's truly mind-blowing. I don't know how you do it. Thank okay, you. so if you have a dream day on the island, what would you do? Um, so I, I love to, like whenever I first get off the boat, I love to get lunch. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I love to do. I love to get lunch. And I guess that just depends on like the day. Um, so we were talking about Mary's earlier. So let's say I go to Mary's, I eat outside. After that, it's okay, let's go to a park. Let's sit. Let's kind of bask in like the breeze. Not not a windy day, but you can feel the breeze in your hair. And it's just, you know, the smells are so beautiful. Um so I'm thinking like down at Windermere Point and you can wind, you know, watch kites flying. That happens pretty frequently there. Um, and honestly, just taking like a really nice leisure walk around the island where I don't feel pressure to, you know, be working or on all the time. And I can just kind of bask in, all right, this is this is just a good day. I can take my time. And um, it's, it's honestly, it's just tough. It's mm-hmm. tough, you know, trying to pick out um, I'd say something like more leisure than, okay. oh, sitting in the Adirondack chairs on the great lawn. Yes. There's, that's just, that's just special or skipping rocks. I love skipping rocks, but honestly, like if people just wanted to have like a leisure day on the Island, you don't have to do everything, you know, that's crazy. Um, skipping rocks, it's free and it can take up so much time and it's calming and it's honestly just so much fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I can't pinpoint my perfect day, yeah. but I'd say it would be something leisure. So. Okay. That's a great way of putting it. Now, do you stay over on the Island or do you mostly just go for day trips? Tip- yeah, typically it's more so for day trips. Um, cause we have our home on Lake Huron. That's like, mm-hmm. um, not quite 45 minutes away. It's in between, um, Sheboygan and Rogers city. So okay. It's not like, it's not a bad commute and, you know, it's, it's nice to just be able to get everything done in a day and then wake up in my own bed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, any, any time like people can get overnighters, like, you know, you can get so many different pictures, um, like sunsets and sunrises and just like the nightlife of Mackinac it's it's a completely different story so yeah it really is and I mean just just going around the island after the ferry stop it's a whole different world you really get the feeling of the seclusion of the island so um and we stayed at the Mackinac house in October and I absolutely loved it and we'll be staying there again for a girls' trip, and I'm I'm looking forward to doing that again. And we got a balcony room this time. Oh, cute! I know. I that's the other thing. If I can tell people, if they're like, "Oh, I don't know," get the balcony rooms. Do it because yeah. to get up and walk out and hear the sounds and to see it, there's the sounds of the island too are so amazing. I just I can't get enough of them. I really yeah. can't. Yeah, you know? it's like you know you're sitting there and you feel like you're standing still and then everything else is just moving around you yeah you know that's kind of how I picture it but um yeah because you hear the horses the bikes the little bells yes you know people talking rumbling it's it's so cool it is yeah so you try to go back 
quite a few times through the beginning like of the season to the end of the season. Is that how it works for you? Yeah. So I, um, I typically get up there after Father's Day because I love to spend Father's Day with my dad. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like I'm up there through the end of August, and then I'll cu- go back a couple of times through October. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's the colors this last October was interesting because it was the year before we had been there. Mm-hmm. And they had not changed as much, but that mm-hmm. was everywhere. That was even here in Indiana. So right. it was still beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It was just, I was really kind of surprised at that. So, um, yeah. but that I, I loved being able to see that for sure going up there in October. I'm excited to go in May again because everything's just starting to bloom. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be a lot of fun, but Maria, I can't thank you enough. This is, uh, it, it's so unique. Your work is truly incredible. I'm so amazed by it. And uh, I'm so glad you got to come on. I can't wait to share this with the listener because it, it really is something that is a skill I truly cannot comprehend. So congratulations. You're going to go so far. And if you, just the way you're talking, like the way you push yourself, I, I only see the best for you. And I, I do see you having a gallery one time on Mackinac and probably other places. I don't see this. I feel that this is just the beginning for you and I couldn't be happier for you. This is such an exciting time for you and you capture the Island with such beauty and grace. Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, my, my pleasure. Yes. Well, there you have it guys, Maria of daily drawings. And I am going to share all of her information in the show notes so you can link on to those and check them out. Also, if you are on the island, be sure to do Island Breeze Fine Art Gallery to also possibly purchase one of her drawings. You can also reach out to her, as she mentioned, through her website or Instagram to purchase some of them. They really are astounding how she takes a photograph and captures and through colored pencils. Such a skill. I am so grateful that I got to speak with her. That concludes this week's episode. I'll talk to you later about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. Totally Mackinac Island is written, produced, and edited by me, Heather.